Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Tito, the host of the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison, and we're back at it. It's Monday. It's time to get motivated. Motivation Mondays, Monday motivation. Let's jump right into it. Today, I'm totally freestyling this. I just want to um, get something in each and every one of y'all's ears about just getting started and getting things done, right? Now, there's such a falsehood in, you know, you can listen to some tapes, you can, you know, go to a Tony Robbins seminar, and you're just going to be motivated, you're going to want to do it. Um, and, and many speakers, including myself, will tell you, if you're listening, if you attend, or if you invest your money to go hear someone speak and start a program or whatever, you're you're making one piece of the puzzle fit in which is you're you're actually putting something out you're sacrificing something to get something that you want the trick of it all and and it's a trick people i'm here to tell you 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 can you can pay me to come speak at an event i'll get you pumped up and you'll leave there ready to go do something productive will that last for the rest of your life no i can't tell you it will and neither can anyone else and don't get me wrong some people dig deeper onto a psychological level to really get into your head and and try to hit the switch. And that's something I joke about all the time with people that, that I lead is that I don't know where your switch is. I don't know. We all have one or two or three or 30 of them. You know, a switch that makes you drastically change what what you're doing, right? And usually it's in a positive manner. Don't get me wrong. It can be negative too. Think about it in the sense, um, if you have a child or maybe a loved one, a parent, whatever, if someone were to do something, you know, as as horrible as, say, kill them in front of you and, like, set that gun down in front of you and just start to walk away, odds are that that traumatic incident, you might just pick up that gun and shoot them, Right? Some people might even just shoot themselves because they don't want to think about living life without that individual. Whatever it may be, that's how something can go in a negative way. Um, and and later on, hey, you might feel totally justified in whatever you ended up doing, right? My point is this. A lot of times those traumatic type events will cause a change. And when I say traumatic, not necessarily physical trauma like to your body to your head or whatever right but something that shakes shakes your soul so to speak so for example um i'll use my mother case in point uh while i was still incarcerated um she came down with a pneumonia and um ended up having to be hospitalized my mother was a serious smoker you know two two and a half packs a day Like, she smoked. That was her thing, right? So needless to say, you know, doctor comes in, and and mom, sorry if you're listening, if if I get some of this wrong, but 
basically the conversation was, you know, I got good and bad news. And, uh, you know, what's the bad news? Well, you know, you keep smoking the way you smoke. You probably got, you know, like six months to live. Well, what's the good news? Well, you know, if, if you stop smoking, you can recover and live, you know, basically. And, and pretty much my mom never smoked again. But mind you, and, and listen to me, people. Listen to that story. Holy crap. Talk about a shitty day. You get sick. You think you're just sick. And it's something you're going to go to the doctor and they're going to put an IV in you and maybe take some penicillin and you're, you're back on your feet in a week. And then you're told, nah, you know what? Keep doing what you do on a daily basis and you will die. Well, yeah, for I think most of us, <laughs> you know, you hear that and you're like, okay, I can change. But, but here's a few things I'm going to throw at you. My mom could have quit, and she she was like most smokers. She quit a few times and started back up, right? But my mother could have quit smoking at any time. And that's why when people say, I can't, there's a chemical. I get it. It's an addiction. There's a chemical. There's stuff. I I still to this day will smoke a cigar every once in a while. But I've never felt... And this is me, I know. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make light of you listening with your habit or addiction, right? But I've never gotten to the point where I was like, I absolutely need this. And I did get to a point where I smoked so many cigars that when I couldn't find a cigar, I would take a cigarette. And that's when I told myself, oh, this is nasty because that's what my mom does. And this is before she ended up having to quit. This was before I went into prison. So, needless to say, but my point is this. Worst case scenario, people will freaking stop on a dime. Even though, all the way up to that point, if you would ask them, they would have swore on a stack of Bibles, I physically cannot do it. Right? Now, think about this. I mean, really, really, really think about this. Like, how many times have you told someone, I can't do something? Right? Or, oh man, I'll never be able to do that. Just like someone who, say, really loves eating, you know, fried food and fast food and, and maybe drinking and stuff. And then they get told, like, you know, you, you could potentially die. Now you got diabetes. Now you got this. You got gout. Whatever it may be. And then people make huge swings in what they do, even though they never thought they could do it. Right? So it's that, that, that trauma. And what I hate is that for the most part, a lot of us need that trauma, something crazy to happen to make us switch up. Basically, uh, it's a choice. It's a choice. People, I, I hate to say it, and, and mind you, I've known plenty of addicts in my life, and and, and I still have some my best friends or addicts because you don't ever kick it, right? Usually you switch off an addiction for some kind of narcotic to working or working out or whatever it may be right so you're still an addict at heart <laughs> or in the mind i should say but you do different things so my whole thing is what can you shift your 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 focus to like if like someone like me like don't get me wrong I, i'm i'm all over the place with a bunch of things i'm battling with myself so we're on this journey together people but like, what can you shift? Like, if you're a smoker, what can you do differently? 
you know, and it's hard because if you're not smoking, what are you doing? Nowadays, we have people vaping and everything. And I hate to say it, maybe uh, you're a smoker and you start volunteering, uh, dealing with um, cancer patients that are suffering from a cancer that is a result from smoking. So it's a constant reminder of where you don't want to be, right? And and when you're when you're really just going and you're trying to develop success out of whatever situation you're in, I can't help but you know think about some things like um, Vidal Sassoon. You know, you guys know the hairdresser and you know came out with a bunch of products uh, they said uh, the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary and I love that right because when you think about it you think it's, it's going to be easy but the only time it's quote unquote easy and mind you it's not easy but it's all those events I just talked about when something traumatic happens and you basically don't have a choice right it's kind of like if you're in a car and it goes off a bridge and into water, you might not be a good swimmer. Best believe you're going to figure it out because it's the only way you're going to survive. But why does it have to come down to that for us to make these good decisions? Whether it's eating right, whether it's not smoking, whether it's exercising, whatever it may be, right? But those are more things that are on a physical platform right now let's kind of talk about um how that relates to things you want to do right things you want to finish right um it's it's crazy how i see people do so many different things and one of the biggest uh i'd say uh saddening things that i see are people um doing what other people want them to do and mind you um not everyone in the world is going to be some rich entrepreneur or whatever right or 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 something like extravagant so the reality is the majority of us are worker bees right we we go around doing our thing and, you know, there's different levels to this shit, as they say, right? But so many people get stuck in doing things that other people push them to do. You know, it's kind of like like someone out there listening to this right now is thinking that when they're at work, they're told that they're great at doing that thing that they do. And it's not, they don't feel... They, how can I put it? They feel like they would be a whole lot greater doing something else. But for whatever reason, they've been, you know, pigeonholed into doing this specific task or job. And yeah, they might be good at it. But no matter how much they're going, man, I think I can offer more. I think I could be more. They keep pushing you in there because for whatever reason, you're doing what they need you to do. And and so you do it or or maybe uh, your wife, your husband, whoever told you that you should really do this job because uh, it has good benefits and we need good benefits. 
or they give us a vacation time and we like to do that or we get a discount on this so they push you into that but it's more for them than it is for you right or or now i'm gonna keep rolling through some examples because i'm hoping it's hitting a chord with some people here right or someone offers you the job that you really are you know set up for in internally externally like that's that's you you got the mindset for it you got the experience for it it will make you happy you will be successful so you'll make them happy everything is just in there right and maybe that requires a move right so you kind of gotta get out of your comfort zone right but someone is telling you nah that's not a good idea Maybe it's your loved one. Maybe it's your significant other. Maybe it's your friends because they don't want to see you leave. They surely would like to see you successful. But your success doesn't outweigh them losing their friend. Right? Or your loved one, your significant other is saying, no, we shouldn't go because they're worried about what they got going on. Not that this is what is the best thing for you. And on that, I'm going to drop another little quote. Uh, Steve Jobs, you know, Apple, right? Your time is precious, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Like, the reality is, and and I'm going to say this, and I hate to say this, but it's really going to be aimed at probably most of the people listening to this. A lot of people are developed as worker bees, like one way or the other society did it your family did it your brothers your sisters did it your your best friend did it but you're put into a box and it's like stay there until you die because that's where you serve the quote-unquote greater good but you're living someone else's life because someone else is running that that's not you so Like I said, this is going to be a very eclectic talk. I don't even know what I'm going to call it yet, but I've just had so much, so many interactions with people in the last week since the last Motivation Monday, Monday Motivation, that it's it's been weighing heavy on me um, what people say they can and can't do. And, And I had a situation with someone who reports to me just this past week where they weren't cutting it, they weren't doing their job, right? So I always take it personally because I can't help but think, why couldn't I get this individual to do all the things that I know they can do? And when I say that, I really mean it. Like I I 100% believe people can do anything and everything. It's when they put a box around themselves or when they allow other people to do it. And so... If you ever talk to anyone that has reported to me or even works around me, they will tell you, I never tell people they can't do something. I'm always pushing, what? That's what you want to do? Let's roll with it. Let's go. What do you need help with? So this individual hasn't been cutting it. Um, It's gotten down to the point where, um, you know, I had to do something. And so when I had the conversation with this individual, um, very open and understanding and uh This is one I also, I don't like saying, but it does kind of make me feel good. So for all of the terminations, 
demotions I've had to do in the last couple of years um, for a variety of individuals. I haven't had anyone get mad at me or mad at the situation outside of being mad at themselves. And every individual has apologized to me personally and thanked me for the opportunity. And uh, I'm, I'm saying this, this isn't me trying to stroke my own ego, although it does make me feel good, but isn't that how we always want it to be? So that we feel like me as a supervisor, that I did everything I could to, to get this individual to a successful place. It just didn't work out. And if nothing else, they don't feel mad at me like I didn't give them what they needed to be successful. So that always feels good. Now back to this individual. And I want you guys to listen to this and think about yourself because this probably applies to you at some point in time. I know it definitely does to me as well. But he basically apologized and said, sorry, I should have said I hit my ceiling a while ago. So I sat there and I said, you know, I'm not going to accept that. And he's like, what? And I go, well, yeah, I, I, I can't, man. I cannot. You know why? That's bullshit. That ceiling that, that's a lie. That is a freaking glass ceiling. You can break right through it. Yeah, but I'm overwhelmed. I, I haven't been focused. I haven't been able to see things and, you know, all this other jibber jabber. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, let me ask you a question. I drink a lot of coffee, people. Anyone who knows me knows this, but I drink a lot of coffee. So, of course, I got a coffee mug right next to me. So I put the coffee mug in front of me and I go, all right. Let me do a little test with you. I go, here's my coffee mug, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can I drink three cups of coffee? He looks at the mug, looks at me, and he goes, well, yeah. And I go, yeah? And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay. So if I pour three cups of coffee, I can drink three cups out of this. And he goes, well, it'll overflow. And I go, so can I? And he goes, well... Yeah, you you just got to drink one and then pour another. And I go, okay, so are you at your ceiling? Are you overwhelmed? Or is it just that you haven't drank your cup of coffee yet? And he's like, well, I kind of get it. And I said, well, let me explain a little further and make sure you understand what I'm trying to say. You know, Bruce Lee said the, the thing about water, be water. You put water in a cup, it takes the form of the cup. You put it inside of a pitcher, it takes the form of a pitcher. You put it in a fishbowl, it takes the form of the fishbowl, right? So water is flexible and always moves. In my scenario, I'm saying I want to drink three cups of coffee. But no, I can't put three cups into my one cup. But if I drink each cup, I can continue to pour. And I can drink three, four, five, ten if I want, right? My point I was trying to make to him was... As he went into a new role with more responsibilities, he never finished off his old responsibilities. He never took himself to the next level by emptying out his cup and then being able to receive the new information. He kept backtracking back to where he was. And when it comes to management leadership roles, as you move up that food chain, and your scope gets a little bit broader, a little bit more broader, a little bit more broader. Because the higher up you get, the broader that scope is going to be. Whereas when you're a frontline worker, your scope is laser focused. You have one thing to do and that's it. 
you know, your job is to cook the fries. You know, you're the fry guy. Your job is to sweep and mop. It's not that hard. I have to sweep and then I mop. I sweep and then I mop. And that's all I do. I do it repetitively over and over again. That's it. Eventually, you're supervising the crew that sweeps and mops. So now you got to watch the people and make sure that each person does it and does it up to standard and does it on time, not all at the same time so that everything gets dirty again. Then you're managing the whole store where you got to watch the guy on fries, the guy on burgers, the one on the cashier, you know. But that scope continues to broaden and broaden and broaden. And the other thing you have to realize is you can't give 100% of your time to any one of those things at the same time. You have to do one at a time. So needless to say, he just got caught up not drinking his coffee, not understanding that he has a much broader scope and he needs to be able to count on the people under him to be successful. And um, it's been a week and he's come back at least two times now and basically said, man, I'm starting to see things now. And I said, cool, guess what? You'll be back up on top. Now you just need to learn how to focus on going up 30,000 feet. And when you have to, you'll fly back down to 10,000 feet and see what's going on. And then you'll take your behind right back up. So... What I want you guys to get out of this random eclectic talk is that you can do whatever you want. I don't give a shit if you're a raging alcoholic. If you want to stop drinking all that bullshit about you're addicted and everything, that is a mental thing. Yes, there's chemistry involved. Don't freaking hate my my talk because I'm saying it's mental. Your mind is more power than all that other shit. And your mind is the one that releases the chemicals. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, So, believing in your head before anything else, your body will freaking follow. And when it comes to the other things that aren't addictive, I mean, because push come to shove, we live in a day and age, people, where freaking everything is addictive. Everything. I'm addicted to scratching my butt. I'm addicted to this. I need to go see a psychiatrist, a psychologist, whatever. We become so freaking soft as the years go on, when I was a kid, like, there was no internet, no cell phones, no nothing, the lights click on on the streets, and you knew you had to get your butt home, that was literally it, nobody was worried about someone getting kidnapped, or sold in a sex trade, and that shit did happen, right, but it wasn't like that, nowadays, people get so sensitive, and they have a freaking, uh, what do they call the service animal for every freaking thing under the sun, I've seen lizards, birds, I'm surprised someone doesn't have a service human on a chain that they carry around with them. But anyway, once again, you have to believe it in your mind and force yourself to say there is no other option. I think Tony Robbins has a has a whole thing on that, you know, turn your uh, shoulds into musts. I must do this, not I should do this, right? You just got to do it. Pretend like your life depends on it, not to mention... And I don't have the quote in front of me, so I don't know it. But Steve Jobs says that too, you know, live. Well, he's I think he said he heard it from someone else. But, you know, you got to live every day like your last. We are dying. We are not living. We're dying. Our bodies are decaying over every hour, second minute of the day. We are literally dying. And when they say you were born to die. That's because it's like before you even come out of, of the womb, 
you are freaking dying. Your your clock is ticking. So why not achieve a few of the damn things you want to in life? Go after them. And I'm very excited that in the next few weeks, I'll be making some announcements on some of the things I've been trying to do and are finally starting to happen. Just can't let the cat out the bag yet. But anyway, much love to everyone. Keep pushing. Do not let anyone tell you that you can't because I'm here to tell you that you can. I'm here to tell you that Tito Guerrero believes in you. Even though I can't see you, I don't know your name. Uh, I'm looking at my wall right now and I can see so many different faces, so many eyes looking back at me. And I'm telling you, I believe in you. I know you can do it. You are a fucking rock star. Go out there and act like it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But at the same time, show the hell out. Don't walk around acting like anyone owes you shit because they do not. The only person that owes you something is you. And you better make that motherfucker pay up. All right. Anyway, this is Tito signing out. Y'all be blessed and catch you later this week.